Hey, welcome to the Keep It 808 YouTube channel. If you guys like this content, go ahead and like and subscribe to this channel. Be sure to check out the full episode on Spotify, CastBox, and Apple Podcasts. Mahalo and Keep It 808. What's up, guys? Welcome to the 808 Podcast. I'm your host, Richard, and I'm here with my boy, Matt. What's going on? And this is going to be our, this is the pilot episode to the podcast. Um, I'm very new to this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is actually... Um, my first little time venturing out to anything of this kind of sorts. I've always been into cinematography and photography, but this is a little bit out of my realm. So I'll please excuse for any amateur mistakes you might see along the way, but hopefully the quality is not too bad and you guys are sticking it through to the very end. So we're just going to talk a little bit about ourselves and the overall topic about this podcast today is going to be about college life and how we got about into college, what the experience was like from both of our ends. And we'll go from there. So, Matt, if you don't mind, could you start us off a little bit? Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, uh, I guess a little bit about myself. My name is Matt, uh, Matthew Shu. Uh, I'm 23 years old, about to turn 24. That's crazy, mm -hmm. man. I can't believe that. Yeah, uh, yeah for sure. But yeah, I um, went to the University of Houston. That's actually how we met. <laughs> we, <Yeah>. met <laughs> we met in this little student org called uh, ABSA, but, you know, yeah. that's besides the point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, me and Rich have been chill ever since. Uh, we... I think, what else did, what, what else happened in college? I studied supply chain management, yeah, everything like that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's a little bit about me and well, I'm sure we'll get into it a little bit more while we yeah, go of course, through it. So. Of course. I mean, yeah. So like you guys know, may have already heard from Matt, you know, we've, we've been friends for almost three years, four years now. Four years. Yeah. It was, well, it's going to be five actually. Cause I mean, I've, I've, it's been a year in some months I've graduated already. Right, right, right. Yeah. And about a year so. for you. Right. Or more or less. Uh, it's exactly a year. Exactly a year. Exactly. Yeah. A year. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. We, I mean, me and Matt have been friends for five years. Um, it feels longer, to be honest. And you know, I'm not trying to get all cheesy or anything, but you know, <laughs> I, I wasn't very active in ABSA prior to him joining. He joined about, uh, I would say, mid mid career for me. Yeah. Uh, when I was yeah. two years into the org already. Yeah. And then you joined. Yeah. I think just I think two years into college life in general. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. But. Yeah, he joined and it's it's funny because, you know, I always joke about it with him and some of our other friends. Oh, um, yeah. We call ourselves what the Pentagon. Back then, <laughs> back then, back then it was yeah. five of us. Yeah, back five then. of us, five of us. Yeah. Hey, the three of y'all out there, y'all know who you are. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And hopefully maybe if this, you know, launches out, they will be on the podcast. Soon. For sure. But, for sure. Maybe we can have them on. Yeah. <laughs> but Matt was kind of like the glue. He was kind of the, you know, the glue to that pretty much adhered all of us to back together. Oh, thank you, Doc. Um, and it's, it's funny because... I never thought in a, like in a million years I would ever uh, meet a guy like this guy. This guy is probably the most troll, but the most sincere <laughs> and honest guy I've ever met. Um, you know, and it's just down to his conviction, how he is as a person, how he chooses to go about his life. It's it's really it's inspiring. And being around with him, it feels I feel like I need to always one up him whenever I'm with him. Wow, dude, you're gonna make um, me you're gonna make me blush, dog. But I mean, <laughs> let's be honest, I'm the best here. So. <laughs> Shit. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's how we that's how me and Matt knew each other. And yeah. you know, ABSA, great organization, you know, wonderful organization started up from students alike. Yeah. Um they saw a discrepancy in the business um, uh, business organization, if you will. Yeah. Um, there was a lack of Asian representation amongst the business orgs itself. So yep. they created ABSA. Yep. Um, the founders, you know, Ralph, Xavier. Um, also and, David too. And David too. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Which actually I think I saw on Facebook. He yeah, like he a, actually just got uh, that, yeah. that post. Yeah, hey, good for him, out. man. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. 
And to think like from there, it stemmed off to, you know, their generation down to what well, it's like it's ABSA has been around for like what, eight years now, seven years? No, reaching the 10 year mark. 10 year mark. Yeah. Okay. Wow. It's even longer than Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, I, I, th- I want to say it's this semester or the next. Next semester. Okay. They're almost there. But gotcha. I think it is ne- this semester. This. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So 10 years that organization's been on. And I mean, that's, that's crazy to think about, yeah. you know, creating something from the ground up. Yeah. Something like we're doing right now, you know? Exactly. This is our ABSA. It's, <laughs> it's not as pretty <laughs> yeah. and it definitely won't be as professional, but you know what? It's, 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 it's cool. And yeah, you know, me and Matt were right. Extremely active in the org at I the mean, time. Yeah. You did pretty much everything, dude. You did like what? Uh, a little bit of everything. Pretty much. I, that's the one thing I didn't do. I, but oh yeah. yeah. You besides, did, that was back that. then when they had the, um, the old, old laws. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know, ABSA and everything, that was just, you know, a piece of our, uh, my college experience and everything like that. So, I mean, let's, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about, uh, you know, kind of what was your, what was your first couple of years like before we met each other? Oh, dude, man. Well, I mean, first year. I mean, just college experience in general. Yeah. For, for those of the, you know, for the younger generation out there who might be watching. Yeah. You know, you might be going to college or something like that. Yeah, or, for sure. Or you're in that beginning part or of college. you're in college right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, first year for me was, um, I mean, I, I'm sure a lot can attest to this, but the first year for me was extremely confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember distinctly my first semester I was just batshit confused about yeah. absolutely what I needed to do. It uh-huh. was it was a complete change in pace of like high school, right? High right. school you had more or less you could change your schedule. You could alter it to how you wanted to take. Like for instance, if you wanted to take a certain class right. before this certain semester and whatnot, you could have done that. Right. College, you had complete control over that. Right, right. And not only that, you had complete control of your time. Oh, yeah. Things you like to do besides school. Not only choosing the class, but guess what? You could choose if you were going to class that's, that day. Yeah. Or not. That's the that's that's <laughs> yeah. the important part. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, and they say uh, once you skip, you'll never you'll never dip. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh and, yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, yeah. First year for me was just confusing as hell, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, my first semester, I I I stunk so bad. Really, in my in my grades. Yeah, a lot of people didn't know. I didn't tell a lot of people because I mean I was embarrassed. Yeah, and ashamed of it, but. My first semester, I remember making my very first C ever, ever in life, ever in school, yeah, ever yeah, in yeah. life, ever. Yeah. My first, very, my first ever C. And then on top of that, I, I was extremely inactive in any kind of like social student life to begin you with. You were just in and out, in just class and out, in and out. Okay, like go to class, yeah, get out, yeah, and then rinse and repeat. And I commuted all four years too. So yeah, yeah. I mean to think just driving even further away from your high school. Go yeah. to class, then come back, and then go home, and just to do it the same day over. I mean, it's right. it can get pretty uh, pretty daunting, and just uh, you know, especially boring. if you're not used to it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And that was my first year. Uh, second year was a little bit more exciting, I and mean, I got acquainted to other different uh, different types of people. I got adjusted to the whole college life. Um, you know, I've met interesting people through ABSA, which was awesome. Oh, so you joined ABSA. When did you join ABSA back then? I think I joined, um, I joined spring of freshman year. Um, and it was through a girl that doesn't really have the greatest ties with ABSA, but I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um, I joined through her. She recruited me and my very first membership actually was free completely. Cause I won really? the little raffle oh, thing really? from orientation. Yeah. It was cool. Uh, 
but I didn't use it at all. Really? <laughs> I, yeah. didn't, I didn't show up to any events. So were you doing other things on campus? Like other other things? Like uh, maybe no. another org? Maybe other other no, activities? Man. No, I, I, did, I did absolutely nothing else other than that. So I, the whole first year was just whole nothing. first year. Just, just, well, at the time I, I had a girlfriend. Yes. And so yes. I was, I was busy with her yes. and you know, my classes and whatnot. Yes. And so I felt like there was no time besides that to do anything else. Right. And I, I think I was also uh, working part-time at Amber Crombie. Okay. Um, just making a little extra side money. So doing all that, I felt like there was not a lot of time, which in hindsight, I definitely had more than enough time. I just had horrible time management at the time. Yeah. I think that's like the biggest thing. Like a lot of people are always like. I think the biggest excuse we always make this day, especially as like younger generation is, oh, I don't have time to do something. Oh, yeah. 100%, 100%. But, the, but the thing is, is like, you know, if if it's important to you, yeah. you would make time for it. Right. Yeah. 100%, so. Yeah. So in reality, if you think about it, you only sleep like eight hours of the day. Yeah. Right. You mean to tell me that you're going to be busy for the next 16 hours? There's no way. Yeah. Right? So. <laughs> so. So, you know, everybody no always I think our generation always makes that excuse like, oh we don't have any time. Yeah. But in reality, it's more of what do you set your priorities towards or right. what you think is important right. that you, you're willing to make time for. Right. And, and another thing on that is, you know, besides time, there's a little bit, you know, like economic disparity amongst uh, different classes, right? Yeah. So, I mean, some would, some would make the argument, well, okay, well, if you're, you know, penny pinching and you're living paycheck to paycheck, you clearly don't have enough time because you're probably working more than one job to make yeah. ends meet, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And I get that. I totally get that. I mean, I myself have been in a position where, you know, we were strapped for cash. You know, we yeah. had to penny, uh, penny pinch a little bit. Yeah. But there was, I mean, my mom made it. You yeah. know, my mom is a, a true advocate of what it takes to just, when you want something, you'll mm-hmm. set the time for it and you pursue it. Yeah. Regardless of whatever your economic status is, what people tell you that you can and cannot do. Yeah. And she made it happen. And if that's not living proof for me, then I don't know what is where... Yeah. If you have something important in your life and you want to make it happen and achieve it, you're going to make it happen. Right. It's just a matter of balancing it out. Maybe you might not be able to do it this day, yeah. but you could take out an extra hour. Maybe but you find the, the time to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's another thing, too. The weekend is yeah. a lot of time on your yeah. hands. I mean, it's just like what we're doing right now. You know, we talked yeah, about we're this. We're just for, talking shit. I mean, yeah, I mean we, we talked <laughs> we talked about doing this for like a long time. Long and, time and, yeah. But, you know, finally, you know, we made it a point to like set aside time to go out and do it. You yeah, know, I think exactly. The, exactly. And and yeah. I think that's the biggest thing that, like you said earlier, a lot of people are lacking. It's just the, um, I guess the conviction, just the, the, uh, the little kick in the butt to the go priorities and do of it. Setting it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anybody can dream up everything they want to do in life, mm-hmm. but to actually take that first step, that's the biggest part. Yeah. Like for me, for instance, I mean, going back on this podcast, this little idea of mine, I had the idea months in advance, like way, way back then. I would say, you know, like last six months of 2019, I've always wanted mm-hmm. to do a podcast. Yeah. I've been told that my voice is very silky smooth and subtle for it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, man. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, people gave me the idea like, hey, you know, maybe you could see yourself doing something on the side as yeah. like a voice actor or maybe something where you have to use your voice often. Yeah. I was like, you know, that's a cool idea. Got the idea. Um, and then I've always toyed with it. I was like, oh, man, I don't got time for it. Like, when am I going to actually get the time to set this up and whatnot? And, you know, I think one day I just woke up and I was like, you know what? Just fuck it. I'm going to go buy my shit. I'm going to buy my equipment, make I it happen, it. set a plan, find someone who's actually willing to go through the yeah, bullshit with yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
so and then here we are now and it's yeah it, it costed a little bit up front and i personally think this is a great investment even if this podcast never even took off at least you know you got the enjoyment out of it and you know yeah, it, you exactly you, you at least did it because a lot of people you know some people always some people don't even hear the gun go off yeah you know they like yeah, they don't yeah. never take the shot at something yeah right yeah. right but anyways i guess like you know kind of back to you know college life and everything yeah, so that was college. your whole first year and everything like that yeah first year okay um second year more or less was the same okay i, I do i was a little bit more involved in second year sure um but to be honest with you most of it was a blur and if there was any little piece of advice i could take from those two years and to give it to someone else yeah would probably be before you even go to the orientation for any college sure have a plan about how you're going to go about your day-to-day schedule, not, not setting your classes, not okay. setting your classes. Cause that's, that's something that you can already set way, way in advance. Right. And then you go to orientation, get it all set up. Right. But at least have an idea like, okay, so if I know my classes are going to be from, I don't know, eight 30 to 2 PM in okay. the afternoon. Okay. What am I going to do with the extra time allotted afterwards? Okay. And, yeah. 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 And yeah. If I'm commuting and not, you know, yeah. How's what's the traffic going to look like on a day to day basis? Right. Because yeah. that stuff, that stuff is constant. There's yeah. always going to be traffic here. Yeah. Or there's always going to be a commute for wherever your situation is. Yep. But, you know, classes that may fluctuate. So once you get that settled, then you can go ahead and hammer down the things that might actually happen. Yeah. Um, and then that's the biggest thing I can do uh, for in terms of giving advice and also get involved. I mean, I made the mistake in my first year of not being involved at all. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's it's easy for me to say now, you know, with a bit of a hindsight, but, you know, looking back on it now, I wish I was more active, way more active in the first year, second year, or even throughout the entire college life. Sure. Because who knows? I probably could have talked to someone really cool. Yeah. Probably could have had a great opportunity opened up for me. Yeah. I could have probably went a different path. You know, I think there's right, nothing wrong right. with having more options. If you're talking careers to choose from. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, at the end of the day, you know, everyone needs a friend. Having yeah. a, having a new friend on your side would be awesome. You know, yeah. More support. So, yeah, that's something I would have given for advice yeah. Yeah. if someone wants to take it. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what about you, man? Your first two years. So, oh, man. So for me, I, I w- I'm a little different. Um, yeah. I went to community college for the first two years. Right. Um, yeah. A little backstory on that. Um, you know. You know, me being Asian and yeah. everybody out there, you know, you want to go, your parents always want you to go to the best school, everything like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. Uh, a little bit of background um, about my family. Uh, almost everybody went to uh, Texas A&M. Mm, and so my yeah. whole life growing up. It's a good school. Yeah. Uh, great school. Yeah. Um, I, my whole life growing up, I always believed I'm going to go to Texas A&M. I'm going to go to Texas A&M. Yeah. And so when the time came in my senior year of college, uh, no, senior year of high school, I remember I was applying to A&M and I got in to the school, but I didn't get my major, which is, you know, I wanted to be in business and everything like that. And um, I remember that really, really hurt me. I was like, man, I was like, man, I really didn't make it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so because of that, I was super persistent. I was like, okay, I'm going to go a year to community college. I'm going to try again. Yeah. And so my first year of community college, it was very similar to like what you're saying. I was just in and out. In and I, out. Went yeah. to, I went to school. Um, and uh, something actually kind of different happened than what I thought would, than I thought would. Yeah. Um, I started working at this, uh, I started working uh, as well at that time yeah, and yeah. to make some extra side cash and everything like yeah. that. And I started working at this store called Theory. Mm. And uh, for those of you who don't know, it's like a, it's like a 
retail, like luxury brand kind of thing. But I will very, say very luxury. Yeah. It, uh, it really changed my perspective. It made me because of the clientele I was talking to it was a lot of older generational people. Oh yeah. Um, it forced me to talk a certain way, uh, speak a certain way, how to present myself and those oh, kinds of yeah. things. Right. So I think actually, you know, while it might've been some of the darkest times in my eyes at the time, yeah. being in community college and not with my friends, because all my friends went off to, you know, universities and everything like far away and everything like that. Yeah. And so I didn't get to, I was basically by myself here, mm-hmm. um, in Houston, actually in Cyprus. Yeah. But, you know, and during that darkest time, I felt like, oh, I'm not, I'm not achieving what everybody else was able to do and what, you know, my family was expecting of me and everything. Right. Right. But instead, actually, I was actually getting all that experience and everything. And that really shaped me into like a lot of who I am today. You know, a lot of the stuff that I was learning working, you know, retail, but specifically I was lucky to be working at this, um, higher end retailer that I was working with, like, older individuals having to learn that kind of stuff. Yeah. I never realized how much impact that would have on me and how I I hold myself today and everything like that. So that was some of the stuff that I really learned in that first year of college. Mm -hmm. And then the second year, you know, I didn't, well, I reapplied again to go to Mm A&M and then I didn't get it again. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, like maybe I got to rethink stuff. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, I I had a 4.0 in community college and I thought, okay, Mm -hmm. I should be good. But you know, not, not everything I think this is the biggest part where it taught me your own path is your own to walk. You don't have to follow the same one as your parents. You don't Mm -hmm. have to follow the same one as anybody else. Yeah. And so, you know, I ended up taking, and actually my, I I lied. My mom went to U of H, but I'm talking about my dad's side, (laughs) but But majority went to A&M. Majority went to A&M. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I I realized, you know, maybe this is my own path to walk. So I applied to U of H and I I went to to Bauer and I, I got in and, um, and from there, I, that's when I, when I, my second year of community college, that's when I started to try to branch out a little more. I got, you know, I, I made some friends at Lone Star and everything like that at uh, community college and yeah. got myself out of my comfort zone and everything like that. Right. So by the time I got to uh, the University of Houston as a junior, yeah, I felt like I was already developed into kind of the person I am today, oh, which yeah. for me, I think it's a little different perspective than most people that if you go to a four year university straight out the gate. Right. And, uh, and yeah, that was just my experience for the first couple of years. First was, couple was, years. Was that, was uh, that, okay. Was, you know, a lot of it was actually developing a lot of my own personal skills, even though I, I thought of it as a horrible time. Yeah. It actually turned out to be a lot of the stuff that I use even till today. And a lot of things, how I communicate with people and everything today. So right. it, it taught me a lot of that stuff. So Cause I used to be weird, man. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean used to? You still are, bro. And, uh, of course, you got to keep some of it, you know. But yeah. in, in high school, I think I was, I was just, uh, I, dude. Every time you ever have those moments when you go back and you, you think back about certain times or moments, and you just get like weird, you shiver to yourself because you know, you, oh, yeah. weird, you're like, oh pictures. my god, you're like, you're yeah. like, god damn, like I did that. Oh shit! I have pictures. You know? I have video. I have graphical evidence. Mm-hmm. Of me being the cringiest, like literally what I would make fun of now. For sure. I like, mean, you, I, I'll admit, yeah. I would make fun of myself if I saw my past self yeah. five, six years ago. Even the actions you did back then. Oh, like, yeah. You're, yeah. Like, you're like, oh God, I did that? My actions, yeah. my speech patterns, my hairstyle, oh, my, my fashion, yeah. everything. Everything. Yeah. I mean, and, but I, to be fair, to be fair, times were different. Yes. No, of course. Of course. A lot then. of things changed. Times were way different back then. Yeah. Like even if we look back in 2010s, even 
yeah. the generation is huge. It's crazy how how fast things shift from generation mm-hmm. to generation. But um, so I mean, what, what? So like, let me ask you something. What's your thought about you know, like you know, you always hear stories about those folks where. Um, I'm not saying that they're whiners. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But there's definitely people out there that are saying, oh, well, I didn't get in so-and-so school. I wasn't wasn't given so-and-so opportunities at a young age. Yeah. That's where I am, where I am now. And then they compare themselves to someone who might be a better, a higher status. Right. Right. So what do you think about those kind of people? You know, what do you say to those? Man, um, I think it kind of relates back to what I was, you know, kind of hinted at earlier. I mean, your path is your own path to walk. Right. I think that's one of the biggest things that you'll learn as you grow up in the moment you'll think, Oh my God, I'm not following the same path. Oh my God. I'm not, I'm not doing the same thing. Oh my God. I'm not making it to the point I thought I would. Right. And you're going to be like, you'll start to think really negatively. Yeah. Um, but I think that if you, if you can look at the positives that where you're at, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to realize that Somebody always has it worse than you. Oh, yeah. Somebody's always going to have it harder than you. Yeah. I mean, unless you are, unfortunately, that one soul that is like down the there, bottom. The bottom. But I guarantee you, you know how many people are in the world? <laughs> there's a lot. There's a, there's a lot. I think there's, we're close to eight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, eight billion? Yeah. Okay. Plus yeah. Like six points something, but yeah, or seven, I think. Okay. Well, you, well, y- y'all can Google that. The stats but, are out there. But yeah. yeah. Needless to say, there's a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. And the point is, is, is there's always going to be a situation worse than yours. And there's always going to be a situation better than yours. Right. So you should just make the best of whatever situation you're in. Yeah. You know, and nine times out of 10, the the people that are probably complaining or talking about their current situation, they're, Mm -hmm. they probably have like, I mean, I don't know percentiles off the top of my head. If Mm -hmm. I had to like, you know, spitball some numbers here, they're probably like 67% better or they're, in the upper, you than know, what they think they like, are. Yeah. 10% yeah, of, of like, of course, better position than, than, you know, the folks that they're probably comparing themselves to. So, yeah. Of course. I mean, Especially with a lot of the social media and stuff these days, because, you know, everybody always puts oh, it out there. Dude. Oh, you know, I mean, that's, so that's high a whole up. other topic on itself, yeah. too. Social media. We, we, won't, we won't touch on that one today, yeah, but, but that's, that's some deep stuff, too. Yeah. yeah. I you mean, know, we always, I think that's where a lot of the, um, comparison stuff oh, comes like in. I'm not him or she's yeah, not exactly. Me, kind of exactly. We always look up to these like role models and like, Oh yeah. On like Instagram, Snapchat, yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Like these people are making it and everything like that. But in reality, that's like one out of what? Like yeah. 8 billion. You're, yeah. You know, I'm 18 years old, uh, multimillionaire. Yeah. I've got six yeah. businesses already. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even legal to drink, but I'm richer than you and your entire family combined. Yeah. yeah. You know, and there's people like that. And I, I, I give them credit if it's yeah. credit due. Yeah. Now to say like they've to say like any of those individuals out there have worked from zero to hundred from the ground up, that might be a bit of a hard statement to make. Not every one of them is like that. Yeah. You know, some of them some might have been given. Have actually some been, are, yeah. Some may have actually already been given that lifestyle yeah. and that opportunity, which yeah. again, that's still not even hitting them for them. Yeah. I mean, good for them. Yeah. I mean, sure. I'd be lucky if right. I was in that I mean, position. who wouldn't want, you know, be balling out straight up, yeah. straight out the womb. Who wouldn't want to be like, <laughs> Two years old and already richer than like eighty percent of the entire world. Yeah, I mean, come on, that's. I mean, I'm exaggerating, of course, but like that's 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 awesome, that's awesome. But it gets, I guess, it becomes a problem when that kind of lifestyle starts affecting them and changing them, um, becoming more of a you know a materialistic kind of person, sure. shallow. Um, they kind of feel themselves are they feel others are inferior to them, kind of thing. Yeah, and but yeah. that's that's a personal opinion, right? I mean, I think perspective matters a lot here, but. 
Yeah, I mean, and it's it's like what Matt said, and I felt this too. With um, I feel this all the time, actually, still with my parents to this mm-hmm. day. Is like, do I feel, I feel almost compelled, and I don't know if it's because I'm Asian or just how I was grown mm-hmm. uh, or raised, I should say, but I always feel compelled that I had to follow a very traditional path. Ha- yeah, yeah. Right? Um, yeah. It could have been like, like I've been told numerous times. You will make a great lawyer because you love to fucking argue. Yeah. <laughs> you love to debate with other folks, even yeah. if there's no need to. And I'm like, yeah, you, you may be right, but I don't see I have the, I don't see I possess the aptitude for that. Sure. And it's not something that it's in high interest of for me personally. I'm just gonna say it. Um, but yeah, I mean, lawyers, doctors, engineers, any kind of like basically STEM major field. Yeah. I was kind of, you know, you, you kind of get that nudge. Um, but you know, fortunately my parents, they never even said it like, you need to go do this. You need to go do that. Yeah. They've always been really supportive of whatever I chose to do in my life. They would give me 100% of that. Yeah. And so, you know, I remember right out of college, I was an MIS major by the way, and that's management information systems, kind of like the business version of CIS majors. Yeah. Um, you know, I I specifically chose that major awful, literally awful whim. Like someone just told me, oh, MIS majors right out of the gate, they make, they probably have the highest salary, starting salary than yeah. any of the other majors combined. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that sounds great. And that's literally from that point, that was literally my deciding factor. Like, oh, I'm going to go be an MIS major. I didn't even look into it. I didn't even know what the hell it was even about. Right. From the, from the surface, it looked like it was just about computers and so forth. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I can do that. Cause I, I've built a computer before. Nothing yeah. like that. No, it's nothing, it's nothing, nothing like, that. like that. Yeah. It's nothing like that at all. And even MIS itself is a, such a broad topic. There's so many different um, practices and fields of study that are underneath that umbrella. Um, but yeah, I chose to be an MIS major. Yeah. Got out of college and you know, I was with, I was with the company, a staffing uh, firm called Genuine. Mm-hmm. And through them, I was working with IBM for like, I don't know, couple of years or a year or so. I don't know. Something like that. And I, tr- it turns out like that nine to five life, that corporate life, I hated it. I absolutely hated it. Yeah. And it's nothing wrong with it inherently. I just didn't see myself. I didn't see myself, you know, falling down that path five, 10 years plus. Right. And again, not to hate on it and not to even discredit of anything. I yeah. think it's a great choice. If anything, I would recommend that being your starting position Try it. Yeah. out of college. And there's nothing wrong with just trying it. Exactly. Especially if you're in college, you're in business, you're not too sure what you want to do, but you do know that you want to work in some sort of corporate structure. That's a great way to start. You get so many benefits. The salary is great. I mean, it gives a similar structure into like, you know, how your college may be where you have a work schedule and whatnot. Right. And so, yeah, from there, it's it's a good starting point. But if you find yourself, and I tell myself this all the time too, if you find yourself down the road not part of that or you don't feel like it's really you, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with getting out of that. Yeah. But I, I'll tell you what, yeah. backlash and just, you know, just knee-jerk reactions and judgments off the bat when I made the announcement that, oh, I'm, I don't work with IBM or slash Genuine anymore. You know, I, I got huge flack about that. I was like, oh, man, you're just you're throwing your life away. There's so much potential. IBM's a great company, top name. And with a staffing agency, you could have went anywhere else. And I was like, yeah, I could have. I probably would have. But I knew deep down it wasn't for me. You know, the work I was doing, the hours I was working, and the people I was engaging with, it, it was pretty miserable to say at the very least. You know, 
I think I do a pretty good job kind of hiding that fact that it was miserable, but I didn't like it. And, you know, I've been blessed and have been fortunate enough to have an opportunity like, you know, our family company here where I could have just got on here instead, work over here and make a name for myself here. Um, and then still possess the same about, uh, I guess the same kind of like, um, income and the ability to like afford the things I wanted to afford and whatnot mm-hmm. and time, for instance, I've been blessed to have those opportunities given to me. So I didn't really see much of a, of a, much of a kickback, if you will, Sure. on like, you know, losing out on that job and going somewhere else completely. Right. But my, my field of focus, you know, from MIS to basically graphic design and sign manufacturing now, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's like almost a 180 and it feels weird. It feels wrong. It feels like I should have, I should have went deeper into my major, Mm -hmm. but you know, I could, I could dwell on it all I want and say, Oh man, I wasted four years and whatnot. But the minute you start putting yourself in that mindset, it's it's dangerous and it's it's almost unhealthy for you to yeah. have that because then you're gonna start nitpicking at everything else like oh I I could have saved an extra year here or I could have done yeah. this or I could have done that you could have you would have you should have but at the end of the day you didn't and mm-hmm. you should just move on from there and make the best of your situation then so mm-hmm. yeah I think actually you know funny you bring that that, that topic up you yeah. know of you know you feel like maybe if you if you're not doing what your major was you know, you feel like you wasted that time, but yeah, they, I think that kind of relates back to the, the idea of, well, what's the value of college? Right. You know, and right. I think a lot of people always think the value of college is, oh, I'm going to go get the degree that I'm going to be in for the rest of my life and everything like that. And yeah. And if you think like that, you know, then you just think of college as just school. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest things, you know, I tried to preach and something that, you know, we definitely tried to preach an ABSA and, and, and every, all the other things uh, that we used to do um, was that school. I mean, college should be more than just school. You yeah. know, there's, if you think about it, you know, the real value in my eyes for college is if you think about it, you know, if you look around to your left and right, when you're in a classroom, your work, the next workforce is not the one that's there right now. Yeah. No, it's definitely. everybody that you're sitting with. Right. In there. Right. You know, exactly. And if you think about it, if you can make those connections before you get into the workplace. Yeah. Right. Like, let's say one day you need to make something happen for a company and then you might happen to already know a person that already does that. Yeah. That's the real value of it. Getting to be around all these different experiences, all these different you know, mindsets, everything like that. Right. That is what really preps you for the outside world, gets you ready to work with other people and everything like that. Right. I think that's the real value of college, you know? Right. Yeah. I think just, you know, being a part of getting the opportunity to join student orgs, getting to use even the gym there <laughs> the for rec. free. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not for rec. free, but you know, you had to pay for it. Yeah. You know, you're paying for college and you know, the, the value, the value dollar value of college yeah. has gone up significantly. Yeah the real value of it is using it to do all the other stuff as well. Like don't just right. do the classes. Right. You know? And and that's to go way back in the beginning of this, this little discussion about, mm-hmm. you know, what advice you would give. And, and again, this probably would be a great piece of advice is, yeah. you know, college is a great, you hear it all the time, but college is when you want to start experimenting and yeah. like learn For about sure. yourself and learn what you want to do besides yep. just school. Yep. And, I realized that post-college, unfortunately, 
during then, I never thought too much about it. I knew like, you know, obviously there's more value to the college than college itself, the school right. work and all that, but I never thought too deep about it. Mm-hmm. Not into, you know, post-college life. I thought, you know what? I'm actually thankful I went through four years of college because I learned all the little nuances of like business communication and networking, yeah. how to mingle with others, how to network very efficiently and well. Right. Um, understanding different perspectives, know that like literally everyone is never going to agree with you 100%. Oh, yeah. Learning yeah, how yeah, to yeah, yeah. handle those different opinions and perspectives mm-hmm. and still have a civil conversation with them about anything. Because let's face it, in the business environment, or really in any environment, you're going to bump into somebody you're not going to agree with. They might be the polar opposite of you, right? You might, let's say you're Catholic, you might bump into an atheist and a hardcore one at that. And yeah. he might just, just hammer you at everything that you believe in. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine because that's, that's his it gets, It gets you kind of, you know, opened up to all these different viewpoints. Yeah, exactly. It, it takes someone that's sheltered and kind of puts them out in the real world a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's college is still a little bit of a safe space. Yeah, no, for sure. Unquote, for sure. Yeah. But it gives you a little bit of taste of what the real world's like. And when you get out of it, I mean, you could probably attest to this too. I mean, the real world is, it's pretty nasty. I mean, there's a lot of, it's, 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 it's unfiltered. You got to do a lot more looking out for yourself. Yeah. It's unfiltered. It's raw. It's, if you're not prepared for it, it'll hit you like a, like out of nowhere. Yeah. Right. And that's the great thing about college. It, it kind of preps you for all those little moments. You may not notice it right now. You may not, it may not even be on paper of like what kind of value you're getting from this. Right. Um, and it's not always clear cut, but when you notice it and you see it happening, you're going to be thankful that, you know, you went to college for that. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, I mean, the wreck was awesome. I think I, I was not very healthy during college, <laughs> but post-college, post-college, at least I, I learned about, you know, at least during the times when I did went to the wreck, you know, I think we worked out a few times together and whatnot. Couple. No, yeah. well, that semester we tried. Yeah. We tried. No, we, <laughs> we actually tried. tried. We tried. Yeah. yeah. A few times. Um, You know, it, it, it gave the idea of just health and fitness in my mind. And then from there, I took it upon myself to do more research. And then, after after college. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. now I'm like very well into it. But, and, but that's a, like a lot of the stuff you would have never experienced if you didn't go do all these things outside of it. I I wouldn't probably even dare step into a gym had I not went to the rec at U of H Yeah, or let alone even let you persuade me otherwise (laughs) to go. Yeah. Well, that was more because Leo kept making us eat out all those times. So then we're just like, dude, I feel like awful. Hickory hollow. Yes. Yeah. All the time. Delicious. So bad. So good. I mean, but so bad, bad. but (laughs) good. (laughs) You would like, you would hit us up. Like, are you guys down for lunch? Skip class every time. Skip class. Oh yes. Or like right after class, yeah. I'm already on the corner waiting for him to pick me up. So so with that, actually, you know, we kind of covered the beginning of college and everything like that. Yeah. But let, let's go into like the years when we actually kind of knew each other in college, the, oh. the kind of back half of college. So what was oh. what was kind of your experience in that time? Oh, man, that was that was the best. I, I, I'm going to and I'm not saying this because you're here, yeah. but my junior year. Uh, correction. Actually, my last two years yeah. were probably the best two years. That's the same thing I say, man. Best yeah. two years For I sure. ever had in college. Probably, life. probably in my two whole years life. Of life. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, I made a lot of great friends. Mm-hmm. You know, I, at least I like to think I made a lot of great friends. Yeah. Um, you know, met awesome people, had great conversations, did a lot of cool, fun stuff. Dude, man, we we did just a, lot. a lot of different things. Yeah. yeah. It was I mean, cool. We camped together. We, you know, hung out together overnight, had a plenty of like late night conversations. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Had parties, uh, alcoholic and non-alcoholic, uh, you know. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's a, I mean, for those that know us, I mean, there's like a party that 
Yeah. <laughs> bunch, of, bunch of good times. But yeah, yeah, yeah you know, a bunch about, of those. Yeah, it's a few of those. We'll get into that next time. Some I regret, some I don't. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was a great two years. I mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun. And yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to get cheesy or, you know, corny about it or anything. But it's just like those two years, I could have had the worst worst experience in high school, middle school, whatever, and the worst two years of college. But for those two years, that was, was, worth, that was it. worth it. That was yeah. worth all the humiliation, all the the embarrassment, whatever. Just all the crap you had to go All that yeah. crap. That was, those two years were worth it. And no, I agree. Yeah. What made it worth it was honestly the people I met. Yeah, you know, sure. The people I met, the people that I've met that introduced me to different new opportunities. Yeah. Things that I've learned during then. I, yeah. I'm def- I was definitely more... Um, I wouldn't say tunneled vision, but definitely mm-hmm. I had, I possessed a much smaller view of what, what the world was and what I wanted Yeah, uh, before those last two years. And then right. when I met the, when those two years came, you know, I, you know, my whole, my whole view on everything just expanded mm-hmm. and I think I became more, uh, just more well-rounded overall. Um, but yeah, man, it was, it was, it was a great last two years. And honestly, those two years flew by like months. It yeah. felt like months to me. Yeah, dude, it was so quick. Yeah, so quick. Super I felt quick. I felt like the last two years just blink of an eye. Yeah, like wasn't graduation for you? It felt like God. I was like, I just got here. Yeah, like yeah. like I I remember <laughs> I remember going to my organization, you know, in a few semesters in between, and now all of a sudden I'm paying the fee to apply for graduation. Yeah, and yeah. Now I'm over here walking the stage. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like graduation was um yours, yours was at night too, right? I was an early morning. Early morning. Early oh, morning. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because yeah, ours was still an NRG because the the uh, yeah what was the Fertitta Center was getting rebuilt. Yeah, it was being renovated out. Yeah, heavily at the yeah. time. And yeah, mine was at the evening time. Unfortunately, so mm-hmm. it was ex- it was exhausting at yeah. the very least. But yeah, I mean, graduation was a blur. Well, in a blur in a sense that like like it was like a second out of like an hour long of different events mm-hmm. like i could remember day to day what i was doing during those two years but but graduation was a small bit of it yeah a small bit of it and it was bittersweet at the very least and it felt like even after graduation it felt like i just got this huge disconnect like immediately i just got the oh, i just yeah. got the guillotine just okay you're done with college done that's it. yeah of course and of all course. of a sudden i lost i lost this like bond i had with with u of h and with bauer and whatever yeah yeah and i it's funny that I think about that now because then that explains a lot of why alumni come back mm-hmm. and give back to the student orgs. I guess that's them kind of, I don't Still know. Still having ties. Yeah. Maybe reattaching that bond or, you know, just overall just giving back to the orgs that mm-hmm. gave them something when they were starting out kind of thing. Yeah. You know, I, I feel that sometimes. I, I, I do. Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But your last two years, Blur too. Man, my last two years, well, you know, so come from community college, I didn't really have like a college experience, even the first two years, I didn't right, really get the yeah. chance to. So right, man, to I was just, when I first got to, I, when I first got to U of H, I remember I was very fortunate that, you know, I, I, I was able to, you know, meet a bunch of really cool, um, and, and, and diverse group of people, Yeah, you know, that, that accepted me and, 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 you know, pushed me to be better than even what I was at that, at that point, you know? Yeah. Right. And, uh, man, that, those, that, at least those first two years, cause I had to go two years in a, another semester after yeah, right. but th- th- those two years, man, 
I think like, like you said, it was probably the best years of my life. Best for years, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just because there was so many different things happening. I was experiencing so many different things. Yeah. Um, and the other thing was, is I didn't really have any like responsibilities or anything yet. Oh yeah. You know, when you start living on your, you know, when you start living post life college, you know, or you start living on your own. Yeah. You start having that kind of mindset of, oh, I have to do these things. I have to do these things. Yeah. These certain things that you must do to be an adult. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But when you're in college still, oh my God, dude, you could get away with anything. It was like free reign. You didn't have to, you don't have to worry about nothing. The only thing you worried about was just going to class if you needed to. Yeah. Keep your grades up. <laughs> what party you were going to on Saturday. And, yeah. uh, and, uh, uh, you know, what, what kind of, you know, people you wanted to surround yourself with yeah, and, and yeah. that kind of stuff. So that was, that was probably the, like I said, the best time of my life for sure. Those best two, time. those two and a half years. Yeah. I think, you know, it really taught me how to enjoy myself. You, you think, you know, that's, that's such a simple statement, right? How yeah. to enjoy yourself. You think you would know how to enjoy yourself. Oh yeah. You, you think so, but you think so, but you don't, you don't, yeah. not until you've, I wouldn't say try everything, but yeah. at least went out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Cause there's two, there's two ends of the spectrum when it comes to that. It's like, you know, you can either, you can either be not enjoying it as much as you should be. Yeah. AKA you, you know, you don't go to anything. Yeah. Kind of just in and out school wise, yeah. or you can be over the top, you know, you could be not worrying about school at all, but just having too much fun at just the same time. Out. Yeah. 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 So, you know, what I mean by that is, is like, I learned how to enjoy myself, you know, find that median for yeah. you, you know, whatever it may be, you might be more introverted. You might not want to be around as right. much. You might be more extroverted. You might be around more. Yeah. You know? Finding but that find, balance. Finding the balance for you personally, yeah. um, you know, it's the, it's probably the biggest thing I learned those two years was yeah. how to enjoy myself. How to enjoy yourself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you definitely enjoyed yourself. Oh yeah. No, for you sure. enjoyed yourself. For sure. I enjoyed myself with you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Weird way to put it. But you know, hey, hey, we'll live with it. We'll live with it. Take that out of context. That sounds, uh, that could take it in, in so many other ways. Yeah. Enjoy, how to enjoy yourself. I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. It's, um, yeah, it's, that's, that's, it's funny that, you know, you talk about that just cause, you know, I always thought how to enjoy yourself is just, you know, you do what you like to do and yeah. that's about it. Yeah. But call me weird, but I personally actually enjoy myself even more when I see other people enjoying themselves. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. strange, yeah. right? Like when you see, like, let's say, let's take another a party, for instance, for example, when you're at a party and, you know, you see everyone kind of like laughing, smiling, yeah, yeah, talking yeah. With amongst each other and you just join in, you know, it's, it's like, it's like, it feels for me like time slows down a little bit. Oh yeah, no, of course. It slows down a little bit and I'm, I'm just like, I'm just taking it all in. I'm just looking at everybody. I'm going, wow, this is, this is awesome. Like everyone's happy. You know, I feel almost compelled to just be happy with them or be happy for them. Right. And that, that it's, that on its own gets me, gives me joy and it's, it's cool. It's really cool. And I think that's the reason why I really enjoyed, um, you know, being with people in the last two years, at least. Yeah. Or like going to like different parties and whatnot. Yeah. Now, granted, I probably could have maybe went to a little bit more on the, you know, on the whole enjoy myself uh, aspect. Maybe I could have went to a few more parties. Maybe I could have done this and that. You know, other hobbies, you know, try oh, yeah. different things, rock climbing, swimming, all yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. You know, which figure is, out what you yeah. like to do. Which is weird because I actually got into all that. Post college, yeah, same. Post same. college, yeah. Like during yeah. college, I I did I did uh you know I did airsoft for a little bit mm -hmm. in like uh, last two years, 
And I think that was like a little new and cool for me. And then after that, I got into a lot more other things. Like, um, I mean, I, I don't have it yet, but you know, really into cars. I've always been a big nature guy, you know, rock climbing. We did a little bit of rock climbing and all that. So, um, yeah, I, I tried all those things after college, which is funny because you think yeah. you do it during that, but yeah. It will college taught you that you want to go try all those things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's true. It gave me a little bit of a exposure, if you will. Yeah. Kind of like a sneak peek of like, oh, that looks fun. Maybe yeah. I'll try that when I have time or after I graduate. For sure. For sure. So I guess as a kind of a, a rabble, what was like the most, you know, overarching theme of college for you? Overarching theme. Yeah. Ooh. Because, you know, we kind of talked about it in parts, you know, your first half and your second half, because I really think that's how college is kind of broken up. Your first two years, you're, you really don't know what you're doing and everything like that. Yeah. But your second two years is when you really start to develop yourself a lot. Yeah. Just like yeah. the semesters, like fall and spring. Yeah. yeah. So what, yeah. what what was the overall arcing theme for college for you? Mm. Overarching theme. I mean, I hate to beat a dead horse, but, you know, if... If I had a if I had to describe my overall experience in college in one sentence, it would probably be, you know, every opportunity is yours to make. It's just up to you to take it, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I, I think that was the thing I've always felt, despite the first two years, even the last two years, throughout the entire college career. It just always felt like every day I'm on campus, every day I'm here. You know, I, I should be able to do something that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether or not that was something that I could have done in the past or I should have done, I, you know, that was the theme. Like every day I was there, I had a, you know, like I could go to class right now or I could go to this or I can go to class. And then after that, I can go to this a certain event. And it always felt like every day was like a decision I had to make yeah. um, regarding whatever I wanted to do. Whether I took all those decisions or not is another different, you know, another another, another topic you know, yeah. for uh, for discussion. But um, yeah, I mean that was the overall theme. It's just like constantly reminding myself that what you're doing right now, it might be good, it might be the best that you can do, but always be open to trying to look for something else that you can do, or oh, yeah. maybe something a little bit more, or don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone a little bit. Um. And I think I I only realized that like last two years. That's yeah. when I kind of stepped out of it and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get more adventurous. I'm gonna get out there and try something new. For sure. Yeah. So it's so in a very long way, I was I guess that's the way I could describe my college career. Okay. Just uh just trying everything I could possibly try. And I know that sounds like the most cliche thing because everyone's probably gonna say the same thing. Like, yeah, you know, my college career, I was trying everything I was trying too, you know. I and that, that could have probably meant I was switching majors and yeah. doing everything else. That's but, very um, true. Yeah. But better you do it then than later down the road when you're already too deep into it kind of thing. So yeah. Safe answer. I know. But I mean, that's, that's how I felt. What a cop out. <laughs> yeah. I'm a cop out. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's, that was pretty much, um, that, that was pretty much my college career. And it was, I mean, those four years, first two years felt like four years and the yeah. last two years felt like months. So it was, it was a strange way um, to go about it. But, um, you know, there were a lot of other things that kind of affected my experience at college. Mm-hmm. Probably could have made it a little bit better. You know, I, I'm not trying to get too deep into the details, but you know, 
I had a girlfriend in the first year and whatnot. And that, that kind of, uh, I don't know. It, it kind of set up the whole narrative for me that I was going to go to college and I was going to like spend a good bit of my time with her. Unfortunately, that wasn't the case. You know, we, we broke ties off after the first year and that kind of, that, I always felt like, uh, that was like the one thing I've had always in the back of my mind that kind of like casted a shadow over me mm-hmm. the last or the sophomore and junior year and not until senior years when I fully accepted it. But that, that kind of, I would, I would have to say if there was something that negatively affected my experience was probably that. Yeah. And so in a strange, but you know, bittersweet way, I would say, if you ever find yourself in a situation where something socially in your life is affecting you in a negative manner, mm-hmm. um, cut ties with it. Um, you know, take the time you need to take to dwell on it, uh, think about it, reflect on it, but don't let it haunt you and let it chase um, or let it attach to you for years on end. Yeah. You know, cut your ties with it, move on, yeah, yeah, and live life. You know, live it. You know, not live your life for someone else for sure. Yeah, for sure. And that's, that's something I felt, um, you know, last, like the last two years of college, like throughout my entire life, I felt like I was living my life for somebody else. Mm-hmm. I never really took control of my life. Yeah. Like, at least up until now, at least recently. I think, um, but yeah, it was, it's weird, man. It's weird. College. I never thought college would be this impactful, but it was, yeah, it was strange, but it was, yeah. What about you? What's your, uh, what's your theme of your college career? Yeah. Uh, hmm. I think for me, it's um, it's kind of just so. There's a. I don't mean to go like too like in depth on this, but in supply chain, there's a there's a term you know constant improvement. Constant and, improvement. Yeah. And and I think for me in life, I've tried to live my life like that. Anyways, yeah. um, you know, just be one step better than the day you were before. It right. doesn't matter how big, how small, whatever you did, whatever it was, as long as you're just one step better than you were the day before. Right. You know, and I think college is the pure embodiment of that. Every day you wake up, you should try to challenge yourself to be better than the day you were before. Mm. Try to be something more than you were the day before, mm. you know, and it doesn't have to be huge. Like I'm saying, like it could be something simple, like going riding a bike going to the gym, reading a book, playing a game, getting better at it. Yeah. Anything in life that just advances you knowledge wise, brain wise, you know, brain wise in terms of like your, your hand eye coordination. Yeah. Uh, you know, your knowledge in terms of any like uh, any technical skills, right. anything like that. Right. Right. Just anything in life. As long as you're one step better than the day you were before, I think that's, what you should be aiming for. And I think that's what college really signified for me was every single day you wake up. Yeah. Be one step better. Be something better than the day you were before. Yeah. Never be stagnant. Yeah. And, and, and push yourself, you know, and be yeah. out, get out of your comfort zone and everything like that. Right. So, you know, in, in short, you know, for my college experience, overall arcing theme was constant improvement, never settle. Mm-hmm. Because in reality, if you're just fine with settling, why are you, why are you going to college? Yeah. Right. You know, make the most out of it. Right. Do everything you can. Right. Uh, to get the most value out of going to college. Yeah. It's, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, and I think a lot of people get complacent. 
Honestly, mm-hmm. I think uh, during their life. Oh, I'm, I'm, I mean, you know, yeah. we, we give this Everyone. advice, but definitely guilty of it. Yeah. For sure. I mean, and, and that's the thing. I mean, whenever like you hear a piece of advice from anyone and I'm just generally speaking here, know that they, they themselves, they're the reason why they're probably giving that advice is because they went through it. Yeah. yeah it's because they themselves were probably in that same situation. So mm. if anything, I'm a true advocate of what I'm giving advice of because I myself have found myself in that rut where I became complacent with who I was. I didn't want to improve. I was okay with being okay. Yeah. I was okay not seeking a new opportunity or learning something new or, I don't know, working a little extra harder to make a little bit extra cash, doing anything that would have set... um, in the in like the bushcraftings community, call it like mm-hmm. increasing your survivability. Sure. Um, yeah, doing something that to increase your survivability every day. I I didn't do that every day. I didn't seek an opportunity to do that. Every oh yeah. Day. Oh yeah. And yeah, becoming complacent to that. I mean, it's and there's nothing wrong with that because let's face it, every single day doing that, it's it's exhausting. Some days, it you, is. yeah. It some is. days you may just want to just relax, or veg out, just chill, just yeah. kind of like live it and that's totally fine but not to the point where you lose sight yeah of what's and not every day yeah yeah and not every day i would say like if you had to break it down to technicals maybe like a day out of like a week a week yeah Yeah. a week or if you really want to go a little bit more conservative maybe two weeks or something whatever yeah and it's yeah being complacent that's i think that's um one thing that people often overlook you know people are always talking about like you know, you got to wake up, you got to grind, you got to wake up at 5 a.m., go to bed at 1 a.m., mm-hmm. and those extra was like 20-some hours, you got to be grinding, you got to be working 24-7, you got to work, you got to work, 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 work. But as much as that is motivating and probably needed for your life, realistically speaking for me, I know that not every waking moment of my life, I'm going to be doing something that's going to better my life constantly. There are yeah. going to be setbacks. There's going to be times where I get kicked back a little bit. Yeah. There's probably going to be times where I get kicked back and I may not even want to get up right away. Right. I but at wa- least the theme is, is that you're, you're overall yeah. once a day or something during the day, you're trying to at least be better. Right. It's like a, it's not, it's not like a 24 hour thing all the time, but yeah, at least being something more than you were. Yeah, it's like the stock market. You know how you, it rises, there's peaks, and then yeah. it, it falls. Yeah. The same way, as long as it's progressively going in a positive direction. Yeah. that's It's fine. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, um, so that was pretty much like your overall theme of your, your college yeah. career. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. That was, that for me, that was, I think, uh, the most important thing. Yeah. Just every day, at least doing something. Something. Big or small. Big or small. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's... And I, I always try to do that myself, too. Always uh, egg myself on just the littlest things, too. Something like, oh, today I'm going to, I don't know, work, stay back an extra 30 minutes and work on something else or work on something that I need to work on so the next day I don't have to work on it as long or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe this day, oh, you know what? I want to... I want to bring my mom something that she may like, like a, her favorite fruit or something. Further progress our relationship as mother and son or something like sure. that. Yeah, little things, sure. really little things. Whatever whatever your life is and what you deem is important to you, just get better at that. For sure, for day. sure. Yeah. What do you think, man? Like the 
podcast. Yeah, dude, this was this was dope. This was, was dope. dope. I look yeah. forward to you know doing doing another episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. You know, this is our first time doing it, so you know if it's kind of shitty, you know, my bad, yeah. our bad. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, no, dude, this was this was this was cool, man. Yeah. I, I really uh, enjoyed awesome. kind of getting to getting to have a chance to get some things off the chest. Yeah, you know, some of the, some of the advice and the the things that I think are important to me, and hopefully it can be important to somebody else out there if they if they if they choose to make it important for them. Yeah, right. And you know, just a little, I guess, um, breaking that fourth wall here. But you know, this the whole idea I had behind this podcast was it's not something I have always thought about making a business venture out of, making money out of it. No, that wasn't the original intention. If anything, yeah. that's not even something I realistically see for this platform. Mm-hmm. Anytime soon. And I don't even blame myself for not making that happen or blame the system, whatever. I have no expectation of that. If it's if it happens, that's cool. But the original intention of this podcast, this whole idea, was to give a platform for people that may not even be necessarily like celebrity status yeah. or like YouTube celebrity status, if yeah. you will, but have something where we can express our thoughts talk about our experiences because every single person has a different experience, different experience. Yeah. Right. And just because someone has two plus million subscribers and someone has like 1000 subscribers doesn't deem their opinion any less worthy. Mm-hmm. Sure. It might make them less. Both are equally as important. Yeah. Both are equally as important. Now one granted will have more of an outreach and more exposure to other people. So some may think his is more important than the other, but it's not, it's not. And that's what this podcast idea was about was giving individuals like us an opportunity to talk about whatever we want to talk about and let's be honest it's pretty fucking fun to just sit here and just talk shit about whatever i mean yeah I today could, was more of a, a filtered kind of thing yeah, we were kind of a little filtered i mean yeah, i cussed we, a little bit but we were, we were no. trying to you know keep it keep it as pg as possible pg 13 as possible yeah yeah uh, you know yeah. not going into too uh in-depth of uh <laughs> yeah. explicit detail de- yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know i think it's uh, i think it's uh this has been a pretty cool idea and I yeah. hope that you know people will still want to see it um hey, forward. Man. I mean and then maybe we can have some other other guests on yeah I mean it, it's 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 definitely doable it's mm-hmm. possible because um I mean you know just technically speaking here you know the the equipment I got gives the capability to go furthermore with you know another plus one plus two whatever yeah so, no, I mean just when we start getting things going but yeah but i mean i think for today i think that's uh this this was a great podcast i yeah. think it was a great episode a little bit it's of pretty something. much uh all we had planned for today yeah yeah so afterwards we might uh get some dinner hang yeah, out sure. chill out a little bit but yeah i mean so this was pretty much the pilot episode to the keeping 808 podcast uh once again i am your host richard and till next time make sure you keep 808 appreciate it much love thanks Hey, thanks for tuning into the Keeping 808 podcast. If you guys enjoyed this episode, go ahead and like and subscribe. To hear the full episode, check it out on Spotify, CastBox, and Apple Podcasts. I love you guys and keep it 808.